All right. So should we start this? All right. So let's let's light this candle again. You're listening to Lifeboat Songs. I'm Brian Kunitz. I'm Jeff Wasserman with two Fs. Um, All right. So Lifeboat Songs was a concept that uh, came up with when I was trying to figure out, okay, if I could only pick one song from all the great artists and put it on a mix for my son to listen to. And then I was trying to explain this to somebody and it didn't quite work out. And so I rephrased it as, okay, you're on a lifeboat. There are all the songs by an artist floating around you. You can only save one of them. So it's not necessarily your favorite song, but it's the one that's the most important, the one that best uh, represents the artist. It's the one that is just, you know, the most talented, the most interesting, um, kind of all of that all, all combined. It, yeah, it's like the the legacy song, right? So you picture, you know, a hundred years into the future and you're wondering what is, you know, I would love to know who Jesus Jones was, you know, and it's, you know, so, so what's going to be, and we're not going to talk about Jesus Jones, I don't think. <laughs> I mean, that's going to be like season five when we're out of other bands. <laughs> I, had, I had that hesitation when you were st- starting to say that. And I'm like, is he going to say, like, I'd like to know who Jesus was? <laughs> oh jesus jones okay yeah let me, let me introduce jesus. you to my friend jesus jones um this but you podcast know, to, is taking a whole different turn right now yeah we have to change the uh the category that this thing is filed under but um yeah it, it you know the the idea would be like okay so what's the song that's going to you know that, that somebody in the future will like understand what this artist was about based on that one song am i getting right. that right yeah yeah and i sure. think um i think this band that we're doing this week, Pixies, um, oh, yeah. is going to be a, a great. Uh, it, it really, I think it's it's it, it was a really difficult week for me. It's super stressful trying to pick out the best the best song. It's you know, not they, the best song, but it's like the the best song for this category, right? Right. And right. there 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 are top songs that people love that you can like go and do, you know, like a poll of like, okay, what's the best Pixies song out there? What's the most played? And and it may not yeah. represent all the pixie song like is, for instance yeah like you could like where is my mind is probably like the most mm-hmm. played in soundtracks i mean it, it's really popular in movies and tv shows great song but if but it, oh i mean it's yeah we'll we'll get into that one in a bit but um <laughs> yeah we will but i think if if somebody listens to that song they and then you play you know a different song like broken face or something yep. like that they'll be like this is in the pixies this is nothing like where is my mind right so it's it's trying to find something that that really you know is is broadly representative of the band for for educating them like my um you know yes. he, yeah my 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 six-year-old um is a big big beatles fan but for him the beatles basically start and end at help which is like a pretty great representational representative yeah. i guess beatles album but 
you know, if you, when, you know, I played, um, what did I play for him? I put on, um, uh, it wasn't revolution nine, but it was like some other, like, Oh, it was, um, within you, without you. And he was like, this is not the Beatles, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, no, no, it is. Yeah. Um, so that yeah, that's what we have so to find. Different. Right. How is this possible? Um, but yeah, the, the pixies, I want to, I guess, I guess we're going to jump in. Yeah. And I, I do want to reiterate the fact that this was very stressful. Yeah. And it it's I I've I've almost settled on my pick. Like I'm really bringing this up to the wire. This is like at mm -hmm. the restaurant where you're like, oh, "You go first. I'll order by the time the waiter gets to me." <laughs> like this is going to yeah. be how close my decision is. I'm like deciding between a couple and I don't you may even influence this right now where oh, maybe, ooh, yeah, that's actually hmm. And, and, and my pick is not, man, I think this might be wind up being a theme for this. Like my, my yeah. pick is not my favorite Pixie song. Like this is not the one that I'm going to be like, oh yeah, I'm going to listen to this one a lot of times in a row. But I, I think I found the most Pixies Pixies song. And that, like, that's, that's the idea, you know, like the one right. that really distills everything about them because yeah, they're not all right. weird. It's not, it's mind. not the desert. It's not the desert Island song, right? No, this isn't like, no. No, it's the educational song. This is like the medicine. Exactly. Song. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to explain that to somebody too. I'm like, no, yeah. I, it's your desert island songs. The song you can listen to like a million times and not get sick of. But. Right. And that one, you just pick the longest one. Um, right. That's my strategy because right. you know, I like a, I like a long desert island song, but yeah, the pixies um, not really known for long songs. They're short. No, they're not, short. They're not as short as Ramones. Right. But no, they're, they're kind of like very, quick yeah they don't have anything drawn out at all yeah it's very rare to find one that that kind of goes extended. though though live they um you know they they do have a tendency to to do that but we'll i'm sure we'll get into that let's let's um let's talk a little bit about who the pixies are though because now they are they they used to be a were but now now they're an r again i get their back which is what what is what? their most recent album <laughs> they have a brand new one um that just came out like fairly recently that is called it's got a really cool name um it's not really that cool oh, they, head head carrier and beneath the eerie yeah yeah and i looked up it was funny i looked up pixies podcast because i was like i need some help with this thing and the only podcast i could find about the pixies was one that they made about the recording of their most recent album and oh, i did not listen to i did not listen to it I don't know okay. if I I don't know if I need it. I'm not sure. Um, but they they are a band that um, formed in I think the 86. Boston area in '86. Yeah. Yep. Um, they were sort of at the vanguard of like you know the sort of indie rock movement. Um, I guess is the way to do it. Um, the way to say it. And I mean, I first heard about the Pixies through you brian when you oh. you made me a tape with doolittle on one side and bossa nova on oh, the yeah. other um, oh yeah i played that tape a lot um i played it a lot and i i just would you know i had like an auto reverse you know walkman and it would just go and go and go and i mm -hmm. i just yeah those because those two out those are strong albums um oh my god there's such, such well, a good I'm, band such yeah a good I'm, I'm glad i had this another positive influence on you. Um, I mean, we're running out of them, it, but that's basically it. Right, right, yeah. There's a lot of bad influences, but this is one of the good ones. This is a good one. Yeah, I, so I can 
tell my Pixie's origin story was that, you know, I had two very different sisters and they both had mm-hmm. pretty different tastes in music. <laughs> and, you know, that, what we did last week, you too, was influenced by my oldest sister. And mm-hmm. uh, the Pixies were from my other sister, Danielle. And um, I think I was looking for music, went into her room and I had never heard of the Pixies. I hadn't heard any of their songs. I just, I think I don't even remember which of their tapes I grabbed, but started listening to it and was just in awe and loved it and listened to it a few times and then saw she had, I think, two or three other of their tapes. It's like, oh my God, there's more of this? And it wasn't, it wasn't like a one-off too. It was yeah. like, I'm like, oh my God, this one's awesome. I'm like, okay, well, this next one, maybe there's going to be like a good song. I'm like, no, this one's awesome too. And like, that's what I love about the Pixies albums is, you, you, like I've bought albums before where you hear like one or two songs on the radio and you're like, oh, I'm going to love this. And you come home and you're like, eh, there's like two good songs in the yep. whole album. The Pixies, like, they're all good. Uh, <laughs> except for maybe like one or two like that are awful. <laughs> yeah, they're not I mean, awful. They're... No, I, I take that back. There's no awful songs. There's songs no. where you're like, I'm, I'm going to skip this one. Right, but, but, but um, even, even that, like, Silver, um, <laughs> like, even even the songs that are not that great like a they're not long and b they they still fit with the rest of the album like it still makes sense that they're there um right you know you can you know it the worst song is never the last song on the album it's almost like i i I have, i'm working on a theory on this that that the worst song on each pixies album is like the second or third one from the end like yeah, it's almost like, kind you of, just need like a palette in there blender. yeah right you know i'm thinking like um yeah, silver is the second to last one on on Doolittle. Um, what's the one? There's the one on uh, on Tromplemon. The second, it's like the second or third to last song is really kind of crappy too. It's uh, what is it? Um, Lovely day, not great. Uh, I don't. I don't remember yeah, that one. Yeah, no, you don't. There's because there's no reason to. But then you get into um, you get in Motorwell, Motorway to Roswell and the Navajo No, which are both pretty good. So like they they kind of like had these cruddy songs that they'll, they'll shove at the end, but the albums themselves work all the way through. They they really do, and and you know um, I guess for people who are listening to this, um, you know if you if you decide to listen to this and because you don't know who the Pixies are, um, you got four members of the band basically. Um, Black Francis is the singer. Um, slash, I guess, rhythm guitarist who now goes by Frank Black, but neither one of those are actually his name. Um, his name's like Charles something. Um, <laughs> you know, you've got you've got the other vocalist is Kim Deal, who's the mm-hmm. bassist. She's not in the band so, anymore. So, yeah, that's right. She she left. In the last she got album. replaced by uh, by uh, I, I looked this up. Uh, Paz uh, Lashantan or something from A Perfect Circle, which just blew my mind that that's who they recruited for this. Um, oh, interesting. I have no yeah, idea which is, who that is we, or what that means. She, she a perfect circle is the is the band. They were actually pretty good. It was like a side project for the singer from Tool. They were like a little bit less heavy, and they were pretty okay. good. But like, oh weird. But this was she was like the singing girl bassist from that band, and the Pixies recruited her when Kim Deal quit for like probably very good reasons. Because the Pixies don't get along so well. That's fun. <laughs> but that isn't that the signature of all great bands? Yes. They're like, it's just, you know, 
Yeah, like all, every great band you hear about, you guys always hear about the fighting and everything crazy. Going yeah, but not every not every great band um, has the singer fire everybody else via fax, which is what happened with the Pixies. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty sick. I forgot about that. Yeah, but then then he um he got like I forgot which one it was one of the other two guys either um either Joe Santiago or David Lovering. I forgot which one like wound up playing with Frank Black on a bunch of his solo stuff. So I guess he wasn't that mad. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't know. There's, there's like, there's, there's drama. But I saw them, um, on I don't remember if their first or second reunion tour. I forgot when it was. Um, like if it was their first, their first time through or their second. Um, and the I I remember the the on like the the encore song they did. Um, uh, I think Vamos, and it just went on mm-hmm. and on and on and on and on, and they all just kept saying goodnight to each other. Like they were like kind of <laughs> like it was like. Good night, Frank. You know, like, good night, Kim. Good night, Joey. And it just kept on going. Like they, it was like kind of like a love fest at that point. But I guess, I guess it didn't last because Kim's yeah. not there anymore. Um, so it felt good. At yeah. The so time. what? What did you think of their live show? I'm always disappointed. I've seen them live. I can remember twice. There may have been a third time in there that I just can't remember. But it was always a little just like the music's great. But yeah. They just didn't put on a good show. You know what I mean? It, yeah like they, just, and, they kind of stand there they go through the songs you know it's it's played really well but it, there's no yeah it's not like that fun and exciting show so when yeah i mean we saw them we saw them open for you too um right which was they were totally like outmatched by an empty room um the, the when i saw them the only time i saw them like as the headliners it was a relatively small club. I want to say it was at Roseland or Hammerstein Ballroom. It was like one of those kinds of places in New York. Um, and there was so much energy from the crowd. Like the crowd yeah. was nuts because it was the Pixies was the first time they'd been through New York in like so many years. And it was like this, you know, this really kind of amazing thing. Um, and it, they were good enough. You know, like they played all the songs we wanted them to play. Um you know, they, Joe they didn't Santiago have an attitude. Like, they didn't like, yeah, object. They, so they didn't. Yeah. They seemed to be having crowd. a good time. Um, Black Francis or Frank, I think he was Frank Black at that point. I don't know if he's gone back to being Black Flint. Well, whatever. He, he and Kim Deal were pretty far apart on the stage. Um, I remember mm-hmm. Joey Santiago being the most interesting person to watch because he's kind of like a showman. Um, okay. And he was definitely like in this sort of like Keith Richards vibe at the time, um, which was pretty cool. Um, but I remember just, you know, I had a lot of fun. I went with a couple friends, um, that I used to work with, um, had a really good, like, it was a really fun night. Um, but they definitely like, were not the most engaging band on stage. Right. Right. Um, that said, if they were to, you know, if we ever get out oh, of this pandemic still, yeah. and there are concerts mm-hmm. again, like I would go see them again if they came, if, you know, if they were nearby, I would, I would go do that, of course. you know? Um, if they ever, if the Pixies ever want to come to like suburban central New Jersey, like you'll sell Play a, ticket. a private show for you in your backyard. That would be great. I mean, I would like that. I, I'd yeah, go see why them. Not? I, I wouldn't yeah. tell anybody not to see them. You know, like I would never be like, oh, it's like, you know, the Pixies, it's a school night. Like, mm. I'd be like, no, go see the Pixies. They're the Pixies. You gotta yeah. go. You gotta go. They're not going to charge that much. It's worth it. You know, go have the experience. Um, But... Yes, they so, um so yeah. one other funny story about the uh the live show was you were with me in this concert where we went and saw them at Madison Square Garden opening for you too. Yep. And we 
think we both bought the same t-shirt the mm-hmm. death to the pixies t-shirt i remember that shirt and do you remember because i have to include a story about my mom in each podcast that we do because that's the theme one of the few people who are going to be listening to this is yep. she she told me not to wear that t-shirt because yes. it had uh who was it frank black on the front of it, it was some guy who was on the front some yeah. guy on the front yeah yeah where he he's laying kind of somewhat prone he has his thumb pointing down and it's like this weird angle and my yeah. mom was pretty much like that looks like he's holding his penis yep. you cannot wear that t-shirt yep like ah, i don't see it but yeah sure. it's definitely a uh, it is definitely yeah a yeah yeah but yeah anyway so that that was the <laughs> the short story of my pixies t-shirt that came and went pretty quickly and i think i i yeah, overpaid for the, the t-shirt no I, my mom probably threw it away or gave it to goodwill or something yeah uh, i don't have mine either i i think i had i briefly had another pixie shirt that i bought from somewhere and it fell apart um because that one yeah you know you wear shirts hard it's all right right okay let's all talk right. about the pixies so let's get back into this yeah, I'm going to reiterate how stressed I was this week again. Um, this, uh, it, it felt like, like I'm, I'm having a tough time lately of making like major decisions. And, <laughs> and for some reason, I was just taking this very seriously of like, okay, I, I got to get this right. Like I can't, and this is oh, tough. Yeah, this is a tough this major problem. decision. And uh, I think this is actually going to be like a very, this is almost therapeutic for me. Of this feeling of okay. making a very tough decision that really is inconsequential, right? It's something that you can, I, you can sit I and mean, ponder for a long time, but I'm not really saving that one pixie song. Yeah, no, I think I I think we do need to reiterate to our audience that this is just a mental exercise. Um, we are not actually on a lifeboat. Um, we are, uh, yes, this is, this is just a thought experiment. No, no songs were heard during the recording of this podcast. Correct. Correct. And other people, uh, who are listening might, might have selected different songs, um, but they don't have podcasts and we, we I think that's my fear is that, right. I think that's my fear is that one of our friends is going to listen to this and be like, how could you pick that song? Are you mental? Right. Uh, yeah. I love Valoria. What's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I mean, you gotta like Valoria. Yeah. They have a, they use a theremin. Right? I know it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. It's, but that's not my that, song. That's my that. nod to Valoria because they, they use a theremin. But it's yeah. It's I actually song. was when I was researching it. Um, I I watched the video to Valoria. There are some really oh. bad videos out there, and that one I think is uh-huh. is one of them. It's them just moving in yeah. slow motion. Oh, you saw it too, right? No, I haven't seen it, but I don't okay. think I want to. No, uh, you know, it, it may be worth worth checking out just for the entertainment. I, feel, I don't think I've ever seen a Pixies like a Pixies music video. I've seen like live footage of them, but I don't think I've actually seen like a deliberately made video. Um, because I feel like, yeah, I mean, I think what you just told me confirms my idea that like they're a band that would be terrible at making videos. Yeah, just in general, I mean, like. I still don't quite understand music videos, but um, it, 
if it was just, you know, if it's meant to, I guess, you know, for some of them, it's just kind of fun to watch when you're just tired of listening to the song by itself and they want to have help like the storytelling of it or, mm-hmm. or if it's just, you know, to help market the song or, or if it was just money making, right? If it was just MTV getting people to watch their music and then sell ads in between or, or, right. or what, I don't know. But um, I'm sure that's, I'm sure that's what a lot of it, yeah. you know, what a lot, I mean, there are some pretty good videos out there when we, uh, you know, we'll get into some bands that made good videos. Um, sure. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't, I don't see, I just, I can't see these four people like kind of getting it together enough to yeah, create like, a video in, in the same just, way that like, 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 like Radiohead can make a good video. Yeah. Like the live concert right. is yeah. enough. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's good enough to get them to do that. But like, you know, like Radiohead, like seems like, you know, like their videos are good. You know, they, they make pretty cool videos because like they're, I think they're just interested in that. Right. You know, it's like an extension like of the music. Like, yeah. It's like, let's make right. a visual art. Right. And they to, probably would to complement our audio. Right. Right. Um, you know, or like, uh, you know, yeah. Like when they formed as a band, they were probably like, we should make some videos. Cause we like doing that also, but you know, the, <laughs> I just, I don't we know. We should make some music to go along with these videos. <laughs> Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like it might, they might've been, you know, simultaneous kind of things, but like the Pixies seem, maybe it's just their, their aura. They just seem like, I mean, they're a freaking great band, but they just seem like, so sort of like, like not casual about it, but like, I don't know. It's like, they're simultaneously like really invested in what they're doing. And also like, really don't want you to think that they're invested. It's that like mid eighties, like American indie rock thing. Like, you know, they're from that same scene as like Dinosaur Jr., which is like another, you know, oh, Dinosaur right. Jr. like really doesn't want you to think they're trying hard at all, even though they really are, you know, but like they've got that kind of, um, you know, it's almost, it's like that pre grunge thing where it's like, you're like, whatever, like pavement, you know, right. Like, right. you know, what, whatever. We're just like, you know, gonna make some music and like sing about, you know, trees or something. I want everyone to listen know? to my music, but I don't wanna be famous. I don't wanna be. Right. Known by I want to be known for not being famous. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And and the, they're definitely like the Pixies are definitely like in that mode to some extent. Except they're also like kind of want to be rock stars, which is fun. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Describing. We got to describe their music. Oh, God. Oh, uh, okay. So here. We've, we've, the, yeah. So one thing that I, I was doing my research, I, I heard this line, I think I heard it like a long time ago, but I, I picked it up again, is someone describes the Pixies as the the favorite band for your favorite band, of your favorite band. Yeah, yeah, right. super influential. Like very, yeah, Nirvana, I mean, it was influenced by mm-hmm. them, um, throwing music. Yeah, they're like, they're, yeah, they're like, you know, what, five to 10 years before like all those great early 90s bands. Right. right, the Pixies are more right. like a it was mid all, to late. It was 80s all the band. lead up to it. It was kind of the, yeah, yeah. I guess it was. It was kind of the start of the alternative music. Yeah. In there. Yep. I could be wrong, but that's yep. that was my impression was that. When yeah, all, all those all those bands were definitely into the Pixies because they weren't playing any of this on the radio. I mean, or at least not that no. I ever heard. I don't think I ever heard a Pixie song on the radio except for maybe like a college station or. Yeah, our high school. Right. Radio. I think you and I might have been we the, the, we the Pixies. We were the first people to play the Pixies on the radio. <laughs> yeah. 
maybe the we only did one. It. <laughs> it was us. Um, but their, you know, their music is very like, you know, they, um, they, they're said to have pioneered that sort of like loud, quiet, loud sort of structure. You know, like the verses are all super quiet. Like the, you know, they right. strip out a lot of the music on the, on the verses, and then there's like a lot of loud screaming on the on the choruses, sort of. Um, and if you think about like, you know, "Smells Like Teen Spirit" by Nirvana is a Pixies song. Oh right, yeah, like structurally, like why I think starts loud. real loud. Yep, the ba- the the verse is just like that bass line with the drums, a little tiny bit of guitar, quiet, like kind of mumbling, and mm. then just all out rocking on the uh, on the chorus. It's just like a slightly poppier version of what the Pixies were doing. Um, I think I read an interview with I don't know if it was Kurt Cobain or like Dave Grohl is like one of those you know, one of the Nirvana guys was saying like, yeah, we basically just were like, we're going to write some Pixie songs, but like be louder about it. Um, you know, so they've got, they've got this singer, um, black Francis who can, who's, Oh, we've talked, we talked about voices <laughs> when we were talking about you too. Right. Um, yeah. He, he sings high. He does. He really, his voice is all over the place. Like, there are some songs where I can't, like, where I thought the background vocals, like, I thought it was Kim Deal singing them, and it turns out it was just him overdubbing. Yes. Um, like, yeah. he's got he's, a falsetto on him. Like, yeah. He's, he's, he's not afraid to use it. He's like an alternative of, um, like, Meatloaf, right? Kind of yeah. the same, same, but same yeah, sort of like, like big really, build guy, it. but he can really go high and, like, and it's like he's, I'm surprised he still has a voice because you listen to all the songs and all the live oh shows. And he's like, it, it's not screaming because it doesn't sound like a scream, but it's definitely he's like he's pushing. stressing his vocal cords, and it mm. sounds good. But yeah, you do wonder. I'm like, wow, is, like what's his normal talking voice? And is it normal range is well, low, and he just pushes it high for a lot of the songs. Yeah, it's low. It's low. If you listen to um um the first frank black solo album the first song on it los angeles mm. like it kind of starts with him talking and he just has like this very he sounds like a, like an like i don't know he he almost sounds like um like an npr reporter um he's like very low and smooth and then he just starts singing and you're like oh yeah it's that guy it's it's wild his voice he's he's got a great voice but it's pro- he's probably not like a professionally trained singer you know, he's not like, um, he's not Bono. <laughs> he's, 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 he's near Bono. Um, no, and he's not yeah. like, um, and he's not like, like, um, you know, somebody like, like a Peter Gabriel, who's got that very like strong and like, very consistent voice, you know, black Francis's voice is just very, like, he just can do a lot of things with it. And he does a lot of things in each song. Like he's just all over the place. Um, and then you've got up against that again, this is just for people who've never listened to the Pixies before um, or don't know if they have um, the other vocalist in the group is Kim deal. The bass. I'm not, again, I'm not counting like the new version of the Pixies. We're talking about the old stuff. Um, who's got this very high, like kind of airy voice. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think she's like, a good singer. She doesn't hit a lot of notes. It's a, it's a cheery song for some, like yeah. in, in, you kind of see her, she sort of has like that grungy look to her. Um, yeah. So it doesn't really match the voice. When you, it's, yeah. The she voice is tough. very bubbly. But it's yeah. not, not like, you know, Christina Aguilera bubbly or whatever. You know, no, Perry, no, 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 no. But it's just like that. And it almost has like that little bit of like a lisp to it too when she sings. Yep. 
Yeah. Um, but it's such she, a good, she sounds like, a lot younger than voice. she is. Yeah. Yeah. And that combo of the two of them, you got, you got black Francis like all over the place. And then Kim Deals was like holding it like all the way up top, like very steady. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also playing bass, which I think is just so interesting. Like her bass lines are really low, but she sings really high, but she kind of lines up with herself. It's, it's hard to sing and play bass at the same time. Um, it's really, really hard to do that, but she kind of does that, which is, I think she's terrific at both of them. Yeah. Um, and then you've got the drummer. Is that David Lovering? Yep. Who's a pretty good drummer. He went on to be, he was in Cracker. I just read that. No um, way. Oh, that's yeah, another, that's cool. who that is. That's another band. Yeah, that's, we're going to have to talk about one. Cracker. Yep. Slash Camper Van Beethoven. Oh, um, oh, so yeah. he, after the Pixies broke up, he, he hooked up with them. And then Joey Santiago, who is just a ridiculous guitar player. Um, yeah. Which is why you get to, what song is that? Um, what is that? Is that Monkey Gone to Heaven? He goes, rock me, Joe. And then he just like rips this. Oh, awesome yeah, that's solo. right. He's, he's great. Yeah, because you, if you have that guy in your band, you just do it. Uh, the guitar is so good in, in the Pixies. You know, it, it's funny because let me take a step back here. When I, at one point, I heard someone say, Pixies are the best band, no argument, hands down. And I'm like, well, okay, that's, people have said that like about various bands i'm like well that's a stupid thing to say it's like your opinion right it's like you think it is because of xyz and but anyway this person said that and i'm like no like i like them a lot i mean they're one of my my top bands but you know i I didn't think there was anything special about the music it was just you know i just liked everything I, i couldn't quite put my finger on it but when I like these past few weeks, I was like really sitting down, listening to it, and trying to decide what song I like the best, and trying to pick out distinct things about not just like the lyrics or the, the vocals, yeah. but just but just the music itself. And and this kind of goes yeah. back to what you were saying about you too, and how like all the the guitar filler in between is just it's very deliberate. It's not just you know yep. like you know stock guitar riff here or whatever. And I feel that's the same way with the pixies where all the guitar work, all the music in there, it's all very original riffs and, mm-hmm. and sounds and um, even just song to song, it changes and just, it's just so unique and original. It's, it's incredible. He's so good. He, I, and I, and I, I absolutely agree with you. Like the past, you know, week and a half or so of just like taking a super deep dive into the pixies. Like, he, like I never really paid a ton of attention to what Santiago was doing, mm-hmm. but yeah, he is really good. I really wish that he was playing in more bands that you could hear now. He was, um, I looked him up. Um, he's playing in, I think he's just got like these little, like very small projects that he's doing and, and not doing a ton of stuff. Um, I think he still does some stuff with like Frank Black every once in a while. Um, and then they've got this like, you know, the, the reconstituted Pixies that he's doing. But like, I would love to hear him like lead something. Um, he's, he's really good. Like there's, there's something really cool about what he does. Um, he's, 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 he's really good. And, and again, at the live show, like if you ever get to see the, you know, this is for the listeners, if you go see the Pixies, like pay attention to Joey Santiago, he's the most fun one on stage. He's by far the coolest person to watch there. Um, cause he's the only one who's like being a rock, like he's like, he's a he's rock moving. yeah, yeah, he's, he really, and he's like, he just like owns it. It's great. He's like a Keith Richards kind of slash vibe, but he's in the Pixies and it's terrific really fun um yeah and so we've got 
you know these and then the the lyrics are we haven't even it's, gotten there yet yeah and most of the yeah. lyrics were I, I could be wrong but i think were most of the lyrics written by frank black I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I Um, think he's doing most of the writing of everything, especially like that last album. The Trump Lamont is basically like a solo album of his, like he just sort of took it over. Um, but yeah, lyrics are even like their love songs are not really tradition. I guess when they try to do a traditional love song, like la la love you. Um, I hope that's not your pick. No, Um, (laughs) that's that, that was my, uh, silver. Yeah. It's not God. I, I, can't stand that song i don't know it's what cute, they were but thinking. it's like oh i think they were just they, they i just I, like I, pandering I or they, i don't know no i bet they were i bet they were like let's try to write like a real like bubble gum kind of song and just stick it in the middle here but it's so over the top it it's it's ridiculous like, i know it's so over the, it's almost like sinister yeah um because it's like you know and then it goes into number 13 baby which is like another sort of love song but it's all that's a lot darker um but most of their songs, I think, are about <laughs> aliens or sea creatures, random dreams, um, random inspired dreams. by um, movies. Uh, yeah, yep, like, but like weird movies, um, and then more aliens, mm-hmm. uh, a bunch more aliens, um, Paris, um, the moon. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, everything's all over the place. Um, totally. Yeah. Very like surreal kind of lyrics. Um, and then some of the songs are in Spanish, um, which I looked this up. Uh, apparently the reason why a bunch of, especially the early songs are in Spanish is because, um, black Francis, um, spent some of his formative time, um, in Puerto Rico. That's right. I think, wasn't he with, uh, Joey Santiago? There, I or, don't know. Yeah, that might be. Because I think that like might they, be, yeah. they were college roommates. They were like randomly yes. assigned as college roommates, and they're just like, hey. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. And then the story about how Kim Deal came into the band. Was oh, like, I love that. They, they put the ad out. They're like, female, must be female bassist who right. influences our Husker Do. Right. And, and Maybe there's but it something was like, else. Doing like, so, like, I forgot who the other, it was like Patsy Klein or something. I'm getting oh, that like wrong, Billy like, Holiday or something like that. Yeah. Billy, yeah. yeah. It was like something like weird. Totally yep. Yeah. And then she's the only one who showed up. Yeah. And then she knew the drummer. And so she pulled him in. Yeah. That was it. Yep. yep. But she also showed up and didn't have a bass. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And they just gave her one and she liked it and she was good enough. That's awesome. Um, I guess she played guitar though. She must have known how to do something. Like there, there's a little myth making in there. Okay. Um, but maybe not. I don't know. I'm I, don't a know. I mean, so easy. Yeah. I wish I did the bass instead of guitar. I would have actually progressed. <laughs> I'm like this guitar <laughs> yeah, is really own- hard. Uh, yeah. I'll just listen to music instead of playing music. Should have played the easy one. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, what what awesome luck that turns out to be. Um, yeah, and then Kim so, Deal did the the side project, the Breeders. Breeders, which, is, which who were also great. Yeah, which I didn't. With this didn't even occur to me, but like the other uh, vocalist in in the Breeders and guitar player was her sister, twin sister. Yeah, it's Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Tanya Donnelly was in that too for a little while. Who is she from? Uh, She's was she from uh, throwing muses? 
Oh yeah, that sounds right. Yep. Yeah. The other one who's the one who's not Kristen Hirsch. Yeah, Tanya Donnelly. So there's like this whole kind of scene in there. But yeah, the Deal sisters were in that band together, and then they both kind of had some um they had like addiction issues and some other stuff going on and the band kept breaking up and yeah, but last splash. I mean, I, pod is the, like, I guess the classic album, but dude, last splash is a great album. I put that on every once in a while. It's a lot of fun. It sounds like, it sounds like it could be another Pixies album just without black Francis there. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. Kind of fits. They all just sort of fit in like that. Yeah. Um, every so often I play cannonball. Cause it's just such a good song. Oh, Good. it is so good that one and uh what's the other one um saints is the other one mm-hmm. i really like uh that's a that's a good they're great like summer jams like they're it's like really bubble gum but like you know right. in just a in a great like with, like a lot of the pixie songs are too i mean that's the thing with the pixies is like they're not a pop band but they're so catchy right like but i do have to say song, <laughs> two weeks yeah. of listening to nothing but the pixies i i feel like there's something kind of unhealthy about it yeah. At, least, at least for oh, yeah. me, like I need to go in a little, little bit of a break. I mean, it's awesome. Like I, you don't usually hear the Pixies on the radio, or whatever, except for maybe a couple yeah. of songs. And then you start listening to them again. You can listen to all their albums, you know, one right after the other, and then sure. start back at the beginning and do it for two weeks. That's what like, I did too. Yeah, like this. Is I awesome. had to. This is, um, awesome. this is awesome. This morning, I I, cl- I had to clear my head and listen to, like Jimi Hendrix, just to like have something like, clean very, cleanse the palate. Yeah. And it was, it, it felt nice. And then I went back into the Pixies like a little bit, you know, later today because I knew we were going to try to do this. Um, but yeah, yeah, I've been deep in, I listened to some Frank Black solo stuff. That was fun. Um, I can highly recommend his first two solo albums. Those are the two that I know. Um, I bet the rest of his solo stuff is really good too. But if you, you know, again, if you like, like snappy little pop songs about aliens and sea creatures (laughs) and, four or five pixies albums isn't enough for you get yourself some frank black because it's more of the same um get yourself some breeders some throwing muses you know it's like they're all friends right you know? you it's can, all you can... it's all different enough that you're not like oh this is just derivative yeah. of the other stuff it's all right but if you put it all onto the playlist together you're gonna have a pretty nice afternoon like, that's I a good agree. way to yeah or like a good road trip you could do that um Okay. So let's, uh, Should we talk yeah, about our picks? Let's let's go it. Let's go it. Let's okay. do it. Let's go it. Let's go there. Let's do let's it. Let's do it. Um, this was so hard. That's, yeah. That's, um, I hated yeah. doing this one. It really, this I, is hard. Yeah, it was. I mean, this is part of the stress, right? It's like, how do you even start a project like this? I, I kind of had to figure out a strategy, and so I just said, okay, well, let me sort of look at each album by itself here, and. I had to, yeah. okay, so this is funny. So I, I did, okay, uh, Come On Pilgrim, Surfer Roser, and um, Doolittle. And I totally mm-hmm. forgot Bossa Nova. Like I, oh. that wasn't even on my, I didn't even, I just oh, no. forgot that album existed. And then like wow. today, I was just doing a little more research. I'm like, oh my God, I forgot about that. And I started, I'm like, well, maybe it's just not that, like not that, memorable but it but it's really good yeah oh yeah i mean there there was yeah i mean it so has it has valoria i think it's maybe it's because it was like a little bit more on the it was a later album so it was a little more poppy and not as edgy as some of the earlier stuff yeah exactly yeah it definitely had that studio feel to it 
Um, yeah, but it's got Cecilia Ann going into rock music, which is a yeah, good rock start. music is a good song. So good. That is so, so good. good. Yeah, and then into Voloria, which it's mm-hmm. like like one, two, three, boom. I'm looking at the track list right now. Right, Dig for um, Fires on there. Fires on there. The Happening is on there, which I want to talk about. Okay, I really like that song. Okay, um, so, yeah, it's got everything. Yeah, so I had, um, but it, it's not. Yeah, so my my, my first thing was like, okay, well, can I pick out a top album? Um, and come on, Pilgrim is up there. Sir. I mean, so come on. And then, oh yeah. So then I stopped after Bossa Nova. I mean, um, you didn't Trump, do Trump Lamont. I didn't do Trump Lamont. Has some good songs on it, but it yeah, just felt like it. It was starting to stray from the original Pixies a little bit. Yep. Um, and it just Valid. wasn't. Yeah, wasn't as good. And then yeah. there's, and I, I even listened to some of their newer stuff. And I just there's some good wow. stuff. There's like Indie Cindy, yep. Catfish. Cindy's fun. But like, eh, you know, definitely yeah, they weren't going to win any awards. For me, but they're good. It's new, like, yeah, exactly. It's new. It's fun to listen to. But right, if you go see them live, you're going to hear some of those songs. So you know, listen to it before the show. Right. Um. So and you know, Surfer Rosa, I think has like the biggest popularity, maybe because it maybe because it has "Where's My Mind" on it, but. It, I feel like it's not the album that has like the most songs that are my favorites. Like it has a couple that are my favorites, but like, you know, Tony's theme. Oh God. This is a song. (laughs) This is a song about a superhero named Tony. It's called Tony's theme. It's not bad. I do love that in the surf because that was in the surf with all the studio banter that they recorded. Right. Is that the one? one he had a he, thing for cheerleaders or field hockey field players. Hockey players. Or what is yeah. Yeah. What song is that? Um, I, I don't remember. It. Like I hear it, but I can never know where it is. Right. But it was, I guess it was like about like a, a teacher at Kim deal school. Yeah. yeah who yep. was having an, I he was having an affair. Or act, he was acting Something inappropriate with, with field hockey players. Field hockey so players. Yeah. That was caught on the recording. You're right. And they left that on, which is yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Oh God. And then, um, yeah. So good album. It has, where is my mind? It has cactus. Um, have, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I think my, the, the album that maybe has the most songs that I, I like maybe do a little. Um, yeah. I don't think, I don't think anybody would argue with you on that. Yeah. But come on pilgrim, which was their first album has, awesome awesome songs it has holiday song on it, it has i've been tired it has vamos yeah. is kind of just interesting right it's not like a favorite yeah. song but it's interesting different and then vamos on it's on it's Surfer on two Rosa albums also. yeah yeah, yeah. They, they did they it just twice. so good they, they had to really do it twice it. oh yeah and then it has um and i i used to not this song didn't mean anything to me i could care less about it but levitate me like yeah. it's it's such an earworm for me now. It's it's been stuck yep. in my head all week. Um, it's like a little Adam Sandler, but mm-hmm. in like a really good way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah come on, Pilgrim. It's really good. Oh my god. So I would I would have to say Doolittle if I was to pick one album, like a sure. you know, lifeboat album would be Doolittle. Yeah, I think so. I yeah. Doolittle, I will say Doolittle, like when I'm you know, I change out the music on my phone every once in a while because I don't have a ton of storage. Um, and when I'm in the mood for the Pixies, like Doolittle is usually the album that I'll put on there. 
because I think, yeah. yeah, start to, I mean, start to finish all their albums are, are strong, but I think Doolittle is like the easiest one to get through. You know, like there's like, there's never a moment when you're like, Ooh, bad, even silver, like, which is my least favorite Pixie song. Like, yeah. It's fine. But I was because looking, the rest I was of the looking album, at the playlist and so they put, good. they put silver between two awesome songs. They put it between Hey yep. and Get Out of Your Way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They're like, yeah, let's just and, and, like, toss this in here for no reason. We're going to try to do like a weird cowboy thing and just kind of put that in there and it's fine. Yeah. And I think um, you're absolutely right. It is like the, the palate cleanser because those are two good songs and you would, yeah. you'd forget right. about, Hey, when you listen to gouge away, if it wasn't yep. for silver in there. Yeah. Gouge away, just gouge away, just rocks so hard. Um, so, is, so do you, and I know you haven't picked a song yet, but are you leaning towards something from Doolittle? Is that sort of where you're going with this? I am. Yeah. Yeah. The ones that I'm deciding yeah. between. And even, oh my yeah. God, even when I, because this is the problem is every song, you look at the title, you start playing it in your head and you're like, no, that's an mm-hmm. awesome song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, um, whew, I took kind of an uh, opposite tack. I actually was listening to, I, I, I put all my Pixie stuff on, on my phone and I put it on shuffle for a couple of days. Um, after I'd listened to the albums all the way through, just to see if I could break the sequencing. Cause I, again, like especially Doolittle and Bossa Nova, like I had that tape that would just play on, you know, auto reverse over and over and over again. So like, like I get to the end of like a, you know, like wave of mutilation and like it, my ear just wants to hear the, that baseline from I bleed. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to break myself of that um, and just trying to find songs that were jumping out to me in a new, in a new context. Um, and I actually, I'm I think I know what my choice is, but we're I'm talking album here, right? Or, or song. Are you going you're going no, straight going to song here? Song. Yeah, I'm not doing I'm not doing album. I'm not okay. doing album because I think I think album wise I'm gonna go do little. Like if I have to pack one one Pixies album okay. with me, I'm gonna go do little. Like I think I that was a really easy choice for me. But the I'm gonna tell you my song. Yeah, go. Or do for you want to guess? Okay. Uh, no, so, there's no way I'd be able to guess it. So the song that I think is the most Pixies song. Yes. So I, 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 first of all, I really wanted it to be space. I believe in just because of the, you know, it, it's the only, the, the Jeffrey with one F Jeffrey song. Um, <laughs> and it has Kim singing on it. Um, Cause I had to find one that did that. Yeah. Um, and I really, I, I, I do enjoy that song. Um, I just think it's funny. Um, and then I really also like, um, and I'd never paid any attention to it before, but last week I got really, really into the happening from and i know you forgot that bossa nova existed um but that's the one it starts with sort of this like bluesy thing about like maybe aliens and then it turns into the thing he just like starts like not quite rapping but like singing really fast um it like it sounds like he's not breathing towards the end of it um and i think it's about aliens and like area 51 and (laughs) and whatever and that song really kind of stuck out to me but it's kind of slow so i wasn't really feeling it and then i was like okay so maybe it's going to be like wave of mutilation because that song is just great yeah um, well you can also have the two different versions of it as well right yeah you got the uk yeah, the UK, one, which is, yeah. which i prefer I don't, I, don't, I don't know which one's your favorite but i, I prefer the I, like the, version. I like the other one i like the other one because i like i like the way it kind of kicks in but the slow version is terrific too like i just like the fast one a little tiny bit better mm. but you know I, it's not something i would you know argue about um I wound up picking for my song River Euphrates. I, 
and either I we just get, disconnected or that just completely flabbergasted. No, I, I, it's just not. I don't. What album is that on? Is that on That's Bossa on Nova? Surfer Rosa. River Euphrates. Rosa song. River Euphrates. Oh my That's god! That's the one. It's right after Gigantic and right before Where Is My Mind. So you'll never notice it. All right, we're gonna have, we're gonna play a clip of that. So oh yeah, I'm gonna can... I'll put it. It's the, it's the one. It's okay. So here's why I picked it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I gotta tell you this to you. Okay. So I picked it for for a few reasons. First of all, it's like this. It 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 feels fast the way that like a lot of really good Pixie songs do. Um, it's got the loud, quiet, loud. Okay. And again, like if we're, if we're talking about like, here's how, here's a song we're going to use to like show somebody what the Pixies are like. It's got a lot of yelling. Um, I have no idea what the lyrics are about. <laughs> um, he's riding a tiger to the river Euphrates, which works for me. I'm, I'm, I'm down with that. That sounds great. It's a good mental image. Um, the backing vocals are just Kim Deal going lolly 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 lolly. Oh lally, yeah, like okay. over and over. <laughs> that one. Um, and the end of it is just it just it just gets so massive at the end, like yeah. it just builds and builds and builds. Um, yeah, and I have my head the now. other reason I like once you once you did the Kim Deal, you know the one. I'm talking about. Yeah, that's yep. Yeah, that's the that's another thing is there's always like some signature thing that no matter how bad of a singer you could start singing, be like, oh yeah, I know what song you're talking about. Yep, that's the one. Um, and that song, like I literally had I didn't even know what that song was called until we started talking about doing an episode on the Pixies. And yeah. it just jumped out at me. Um so I think that was my choice. I was, I mean, I was really leaning towards wave of mutilation until that happened. Okay. Um, so and I and now that I'm saying it and I'm <laughs> and I'm literally looking at at song lists, uh, you know, from every Pixies album, there are like seven other songs that I would rather choose than right. that one. But that right now, like, you know, so like, you know, Erica was asking um, for those of you who are new to our brand new podcast. That's my wife. Um, it was, you know, OK, what band are you doing now? And I was like, the Pixies. She was like, what are the Pixies? And I said, oh, that's where my mind. And she, you know, might have recognized that. And. So I was thinking, like, if I played River Euphrates for somebody who doesn't know the Pixies, I don't know that it's necessarily going to make them like the Pixies. Yes. <laughs> but I think I can use it, it to explain what they're like. Yeah. Does that does that make sense? Yeah. No, I mean, I, I definitely understand. It's not, I mean, obviously, it's not the one that I picked. It's not even on my list. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think if I wanted somebody to like the Pixies, I would... I mean, like Monkey Gone to Heaven or something would probably be the way to, or or Where Is My Mind, right? Yeah. Well, I think, okay, I so know. I I think where... What was yours? So, where, it wasn't Where Is My Mind, but I feel like that would be, if you were to ask what's the most popular Pixie song, because, because sure. it gets, that's their hit. Yeah, I mean, it was, it, it gets used, like, every time on a TV show or movie, someone's, like, going insane mm -hmm. or, is, you know, multiple mm -hmm. personality or, or something like that. Sure. Um, it was in like a Google commercial or something too, which was weird. Yeah. I mean, or it's an Apple commercial. Well, yeah. You know, it's like good, good for Pixies that like, it's not like a cheesy pop song that it's actually getting decent yeah. play and legacy a, to it. It's a terrific song and they're, and they're still making money off of it. And right. I'm happy for them. Yeah. Right. And then they also had, um, here comes your man, which isn't on yep. my list, but that's like another pop song that, yep. um, 
you know, it's great song. It's oh yeah, and it, it like it fits perfectly for that sort of like indie rom com yep. song. Yep. Right. I mean, that's yep. what was that movie? Five hundred days of summer, where he's doing sure. that for his karaoke. It's just perfect, right? It's like, yeah. You do that, and 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 you look at where it is on the album too. It's right in between "I Bleed" and "Dead." Yeah. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> completely so out of place, it's so but it's it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's like just when the album starts getting like really heavy and dark. It's like, here comes your man. Let's just make this happy and cheery and put yep. this on the mix oh, for your girlfriend. So. Good. Love it. Love it. Yes. So, okay. um, Crackety Jones. No. Okay. No. Okay. Um, ooh, well, yeah. So, ooh, I'm just going to start listing off some of my favorite songs here and then. Okay. I'll, Okay, so off Come on Pilgrim, there's Holiday Song, which is so uh-huh. good. Levitate mm-hmm. Me, I like a lot, but it's not definitely not a favorite. I've Been Tired is good. Yep. Um, Surfer Rosa, Bone Machine, Break My Body, Where's My Mind, Cactus, um, uh, Vamos Again. But then you get yep. to, to do little. And then, um, yep. so this Every is, single. yeah, so. Wave of Mutilation, awesome. Yeah. I prefer the slow version. But of, of my favorites, um, it also has like my least favorite song, which is La La Love You. Oh, damn that yep. song. I already said it's that. It's a bad okay. song. So the song is that... Talked about. Um, I, Wait, hold on. Hold on one second. Can, can I just interrupt for a second? Sure. Debate, uh, Doolittle has their two worst songs. What are they... Oh, La La Love You and Silver are both on okay. that album. I thought you were about to say one of my one of my picks as their worst songs, no. but okay, because they no, it has, I don't think so. Okay, so it has my my two top ones, which are Debaser and yes. Hey. Yes. And okay. I, oh, Hey, really, really. Yeah. Okay. I, I, you know, and I, I think I did this with the, when we did you too as well, where I also like go with like a very approachable song you know something that's not too that won't scare somebody off yeah um so where were you <laughs> yeah exactly um yeah, it's in, in your face but but debaser I, I like a lot just because uh you know it's it's based off that that move that kind of um weird like indie movie like french film yep. or like salvador dolly yeah and it, it's just that weird thing, um, which is kind of just really reflective of all of the Pixies music, where it's just sort of like this weird experimental without it being too too weird that you can't listen to it. Yeah. 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 Um it's not like Einstein or something where it's like, what the hell? Like they're not like playing jackhammers, it's just like a rock band. Right, right. The bass um, are so good. Pick the yeah. bass are damn. Screw yeah. that one up. The baser, the baser, I think, is just the most well-rounded oh pixie song. Yeah. Um, yep. Hey, I, I just like a lot. Um, uh, just because it is like the lyrics are just kind of out there, you know. But they're great. And um, it's it's clear. It's maybe a little too slow. It kind of like a pixie. Mm-hmm. It kind of does the picking up a bit too. Yep. But uh, but the baser maybe I think is the the baser was kind of on my my number one for a while, but then it kept on getting knocked out by other ones and making its way back. So it was like I had a little bit of fatigue from listening to it a lot this week. Yeah, but I'm gonna go with the baser. 
The baser. Okay. I I'm annoyed that I didn't pick the baser. I gotta tell you. Like I like your pick a lot. Good, good. That's, that's does... also aiding my pick too, is that it's gonna irritate you that I picked it. Yeah, no, that that's that's good. Um no, because because Debaser does everything that River Euphrates does, but like with the edge, like without as much of like the edge mm-hmm. on it. Not the edge from YouTube, but like just the edge in general. Um because cause I think River Euphrates is a lot more like ragged sounding. Like it just it sounds cheaper, if that if that makes sense. Like it or like not cheaper, but like more like more indie or more punk, I think. So I think right. like by Doolittle, they're getting a little bit more polished. Like the bass is just tight. Right. Like that 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 intro bass and like that's the way everything just comes in it's so crisp um whereas river euphrates is just like it's like a little bit of a mess um it just sounds like they can't quite contain it um oh man yeah and, now, has, like, and you can, want, kim deal has some good singing in it as well with the backup vocals yeah, and, yeah she, it's a great, she's got great i mean i see why they open the album with it because it's like a really good like mission statement for this band like Mm-hmm. here's our here's our first album that people are probably going to buy here's a song that's just like everything we know how to do um you know condensed into what is it, like two minutes three minutes whatever that is three and a right. half minutes um god can we talk about the sequencing on doolittle low real quick sure because then it goes like, into uh so- tame right isn't that the next song which, is, which is just like into wave, wave of yeah, mutilation. okay I, wave of mutilation i bleed here comes your man Mm-hmm. you're talking about <laughs> dead which dead is crazy that's a that song is nuts um monkey gone to heaven which is so poppy and then mr then you get into some yeah, weird, yeah mr greaves and crackety jones and then la la love you is like a yep then number 13 baby which is good fantastic again, yeah. there goes my dog which, which is starting great. to grow on me hey silver <laughs> um, and then gouge away, which is kind of like it sort of sounds like the baser, and that's like such they a kind great, of work. This, yeah, and it's a great song to finish the album up with. Sure, it's kind of like a little bit lighter, but still the same tone. It still works. And then if you if you do what I did and listen to them all in sequence, it goes right into Cecilia Ann on Bossa Nova, which is oh man, that's I I love mm-hmm. that song. I'm actually glad it doesn't have lyrics, but that song just rocks. Rock music, Valoria. Allison, is she weird? Where's the first the first bad song on Bossa Nova? Let's see, Anna's good all over the world. Dig for fight down to the well. Yeah, no, there are no bad songs. There are no bad songs on Doolittle. Ah, uh, no, sorry, on Bossa Nova. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, they're all good songs, but I think we we said it at least. I they're felt not that, great. They're, they're, yeah, they're yeah, just, they felt a little too studio, a little you know. Yeah, they, they were kind of like restrained. I and I, I do want to go to bat for Trump Lamond as as much as it's their worst album, um, or their worst like original album. See, I didn't even think it, it it's has, not bad. It's just like no, it's not. It's just not as good. But the good songs on it are like it's got some like Alec Eiffel is great. Yeah, Mass is great. Their cover of Head On is I think better than the Jesus and Mary Chain version. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Um. I agree. Um, yeah, the Jesus Mary Jane. I mean, great band. Um, we're not going to do an episode on them, I don't think. No, but, you know, no. They, they even like Letter is cool. Bird Dream is cool. Um, space is great. Space, I believe in. That's right. That. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They're all really. They're really good. Um, 
Uh, what's on, uh, the first one? Trompe, the, the title track, Trompe Mon. Uh, I went to the store and bought something great, which sampled the song from Washington State. It's like such a great little line. That's awesome. It's so good. It's so good. God, this band is good. Um, yeah. So I just kind of have like this over, overlying thought of, you know, this is going to come up a lot, but how did, you know, you have a band that is a great band. So they want them to make a lot of albums. You want them to kind of, you know, stay true to their, their type of music, but you want them to like be original and be fresh. Like, how do you, how do you do that? Like, what's a, I mean, Pixies do it pretty well. We kind of talked about you yeah. two last time. They do it okay. Yep. Where they're, you know, they're not necessarily like reinventing themselves, like, you know, starting off from like scratch each time. Yeah. yeah. But they're, they're adapting, but, they're changing and, and kind of keeping it fresh. Are you wondering like other bands that do that? That yeah, there's there's bands that obviously can't do it, and you know they just have like right. that one album, and the other albums are just flops, and you're like, oh, right. Or even like on the same album, they have like one good song, and then all the other songs are right. garbage. You know, well, I I would say, I mean, I would I would say the Clash did it. Yeah, and I don't, and it doesn't mean that like their later stuff is better than their earlier stuff, but they definitely did evolve and they stayed interesting. So how um, like what do you what do you think it, about it? Well, like allowing new influences in, like, or like, or like, well, if you go like the clash, you know, we're going to have to do an episode on the clash, like for sure. Um, But like their first couple albums are like pretty hardcore with a little bit of reggae stuff going on. And I think what they did is they let the reggae happen more. Yeah. Like they, they just kind of like, that's just like, they, they like whoever, whoever, and I guess we have to do some research, whoever it was, who was like really into reggae was like, they were like, all right, yeah, we'll do more of your songs, you know? Because everybody loves reggae. Of, it's just happy music, yeah. which you just don't. Yeah. 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 And, and so you throw that in and it, it kind of changes things up. I, but, you know, it's funny. Like I was thinking, like I'm thinking of the Clash, but I'm also thinking like the Ramones, like never really changed. Right. Like they, I mean, they were just such a consistent band, but their first, I mean, I don't know the order of their albums, um, but like, I don't know that the Ramones have like an album that isn't like an awesome listen all the way through, you know, if you're in the, let's, but it's like, it's like, if you're in the mood for the Ramones, like it, you could just grab a Ramones record and be happy with it. You know, like right. if you're not in the mood for the Ramones, you should not do that. Um, you really should not listen to them. If you're not in the mood, it's not, it's not going to help you. Um, you know who did that though? You know who evolved? Wait a second. This isn't easy. The beastie boys. Tell me. They did. They really did. They're probably the yeah Beastie Boys. I yeah, one hundred percent agree right. with that. Yep, you yeah, can they, go and listen. They to them grew and, up. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they, they grew did. up in a good way. They didn't. They didn't grow up to be like oh, for, <laughs> Kenny G or you know yeah. or just no oh. no. Um, and they made they made a like yeah, like they grew up fast in a lot of they, ways. And they, they and they yeah, in some way, like I mean. Because it's not that their songs necessarily got better; they just got different, and they kind of just were like a tra- like each album is like a transition from the previous one. Yeah, they were not afraid to experiment. Right, it's kind of the Clash effect, you know. The Pixies, though, I'm going to bring this back. Like, I don't think the Pixies evolved all that much. I think mm-hmm. they just got like a little bit more professional at doing what they had been doing. 
Right. I mean, like there are more there are studio songs. sound, but right, and they and they rehearsed more and they got better at their instruments and whatever. But there are songs on Trompe Lamont that, like, if you took away a lot of the polish, would be at home on Surfer Rosa, like um, like the sad punk, um, or like um, uh, what is it? Subculture would probably fit in pretty well there. Even UMass would probably fit in pretty nicely if you, if you UMass if you if you gave it like a weird like a like sort of an acoustic guitar on it and like maybe some Spanish vocals, mm-hmm. um, could be a Surfer Rosa Surfer Rosa song. So like, you know, I think they they stayed pretty true to like to who they were. And and again, you look at like the Frank Black solo stuff and like the Breeders. Like even when they split, they were still pretty true to that sound. Like, you know it we got to talk at some point about like uncle Tupelo, Sunvolt, Wilco, like that whole, maybe we'll do like one episode about that whole situation. Okay. I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, or not, I don't know, but like Sunvolt, you know, sounds a lot like, you know, but like Wilco got really different. Like you can sort of see where they um, let their experimental notions kind of take hold and where they yeah. were like, Nope, I know what I'm doing. And I want to like be really like, you know, I want to be really good at doing this one thing, like that Ramones approach, like the Ramones were the best band at the world of being the Ramones. Like you could have another band that tries to do that and they won't be able to do it. You know, they, they just, they right. nailed it. Right. I mean, they, um, they're kind of the first into that sort of, yeah, not, I mean, kind of punk, I guess. Yeah. But like pop punk. Yeah. Um, and it's like, like catchy as hell, but also yeah. like just, it's about beating people with bats like it's yeah. i mean it's perfect you know and like you know it, yeah it, it, i mean i want to be yeah, sedated the, yeah i mean that's like yeah, everybody I mean, knows it's, that it's, song and it's like, yeah, exactly exactly but the pixies like they kind of figured out very very early on what they were going to do and they just perfected it right um and i would say i mean i think that string of albums from from come on pilgrim through bossa nova is like I don't know another band that's got a better first four albums. I'm going to, I'm going to actually, I'm going to go out on a huge limb here, a more consistently first four albums than the Pixies other than Led Zeppelin. Okay. That's my hot take of the day. Yeah. Like Led Zeppelin one, two, three, and four are unstoppable. Yeah. The first four Pixies album I think are, are as in a totally different way. Yeah, I I agree. But you know, it's I because uh, didn't I mean with the the Pixies when they first I think like they had that they they created like a whole bunch of songs in the very beginning before they actually got signed and they had their albums produced. Yeah, and then I think they just kind of spread those out over those albums. They were all kind of so they were created around the same. The... Okay, because it was like I the, did not the... know. Well, it was the purple tape, right? Isn't that yeah, yeah. background? Like that was the first ex- like. That's right. And if you look at what songs made it from the purple tape onto um, "Come On Pilgrim," it's not all of them. Then some of them ended up on "Surfer Rosa," and then I forget. I could be making okay, stuff, so they, but I think that's kind of that. The thing sort of we're just sort of like this huge like moment of inspiration. They kind of came up with like all these awesome songs. And they just got spread out over those three albums. Right. And then wrote some other songs to kind of fill in around yeah. that, that explains the consistency. I think, yeah. I think that's, that's sort of my impression of things. I don't know. I could be totally bullshit here, but 
no, that that it makes a lot of sense that that's the case. Um, you know, especially if they were a band, if you know, if they were playing together for like two or three years before they got signed. Yeah. Um, and I know uh, Black Francis and uh, um, Joey Santiago, like they dropped out of college to do this. Right. Right. Um, and I don't know what the other two were doing. Um, but they seem to have like really devoted themselves. And you know, in Boston in the in the mid '80s was like a really good place to be if you were going to be in this kind of a band there was like a real scene going on there so i'm sure they were playing out a lot you know small gigs and there's a ton of rehearsal space there and like a you know supportive environment so you know if you're in that scene and you've really like devoted yourself to doing it like it makes sense that you could come up with like you know maybe 15 or 20 like amazing songs and then you know you get signed and then it's like time to make a record and you're like okay well all right, we know that these, you know, let, let's like anchor the album around like these three or four awesome songs that we've been workshopping for years. And then we'll write some other stuff to kind of connect it. Right. And let's not um, throw out these other songs. Let's just stick them in between more good songs yep. that we come up with. Like yeah. S- Silver. They, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But like, but yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. Cause like there are some songs on, on each album that sound old despite the production, they just sound like they're like, you know, sort of like classic pixies, but it just, it builds this whole thing. And like, you know, gives you this sort of like, like overarching idea of who this band is. Um, yeah. And uh, well, yeah, this is a good band to talk about. Yeah. I think, I think this was, this is really, it, it was a good, a good pick for, for lifeboat songs, but I think it is like one of those you're in the lifeboat you made your pick and you're just watching these other songs disappear. And you're like, it's just, you're going to have that. Oh my God. Come on. Like, like, I want to save all these songs. They're all so good. How can I just pick them? And then you're stuck in a boat with River Euphrates for the rest of your life. Sorry, everybody. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for listening to Lifeboat Songs. As always, there is a companion playlist available on Spotify. Just search for Lifeboat Songs. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you go for fine audio products, and tell your friends. We'll be back with another episode really soon. Bye.